Welcome back to another Beyond the Scale Healthy Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Deidre, and today I want to do what I love to do, get vulnerable, talk about the hard stuff like leaving your comfort zone, leaving the comfy place of knowing the outcome, doing the same thing we've always done. But the problem when we do the same thing that we've always done is we never get a different result. We never grow. We never learn new things. We never make progress. And as hard as it is to leave the comfort zone, it's much harder to stay in it. If you're not where you want to be in your life, maybe it is because you're you're stuck inside your comfort zone. It's easy to do, right? But living in your comfort zone, it's it's you being safe, you taking easy routes because you do know the outcome. You can't be afraid to take risks and do something that scares you or you're never going to truly understand who you are and what you're capable of. You will learn the most about yourself when you try new things and you're pushed to face challenges to teach yourself how to overcome them. Whenever you're feeling fear or doubt, push like you can push back on that resistance by taking leap, by trying new things, asking for help, asking questions. Prove to yourself that you're capable of so much more than you thought. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. How often do you stay stuck inside yours? Have you ever asked yourself that? Do you ever feel trapped by it? Like, Even when you do try to take a leap or a step or do something different, you just somehow end up back to where you were. The crazy thing about comfort zone is that half the time, we don't even know we're in them. We don't even know that we have one. We just assume that this is what life is and how it's supposed to be. I mean, this is how it goes. This is how it works, right? Do the same thing over and over again. Feel the same thing every day. You're not even recognizing that you're being contained. You're trapped. You're restricted by your own limited mindset and beliefs and actions and behaviors that you do each day. What you prioritize each day matters. You don't want to limit yourself. Limit what's possible for your life. The definition of comfort zone is, uh, number one, the behavioral state in which a person operates in an anxiety-neutral condition. So we all experience anxiety in our lives. For some people, more anxiety all at once, but everyone experiences it. We all try to create a life without it. And I'm sure at some point you have thought to yourself, I have too much anxiety. It's too overwhelming, right? You have felt like, oh, 
I am at the capacity and beyond for how much anxiety I can deal with and handle. You shut down. I love to procrastinate, procrastinate, and then feel overwhelmed and shut down. It's something I'm still practicing to this day. And without exercise, without you know all the pieces, it's kind of hard to do. You do get overwhelmed. You don't prioritize what matters and things life does add up and feel very overwhelming all at once. And then when you feel this way, what else does it do? It reduces your ability to perform. Like if you go so long without taking care of yourself and your mental health has completely shut you out, you're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to focus at home be, you know, a hundred percent mentally there for your kids or be able to like just do your day-to-day tasks of laundry. It'll affect your ability to focus. You're going to feel more distracted. And we all know that we don't feel happy when we're burdened by that much anxiety, but we've experienced it. And that's one extreme. The other extreme is when you you make yourself anxiety neutral, meaning no anxiety. You create a life with zero risk, zero change, zero growth, and zero progress. This actually creates so much boredom and lethargy that literally you go to seek drama out and gossip to create unhealthy anxieties in your life. Because your body does need some level of anxiety, some level of testing and pushed to its limits. But if you're doing things that aren't benefiting and helping you grow, they're keeping you stuck, right? They're making all the other hard pieces even harder. Maybe you know some people in your life who do love to create drama. It's because they need some anxiety. Maybe they're not doing anything in their life that's challenging them or, you know, pushing them outside their comfort zone. We need a certain amount of it to spark change. So add ones that spark good changes and create good progress and leads to creativity. You, you want to focus on like an obviously an optimal amount of anxiety, a range, a goal, because obviously, what did I just say? Too little, it's gonna, it's gonna get you, you're gonna just be stuck. You're not gonna feel anything. You're gonna be anxiety neutral. You're gonna feel discouraged by the fact that you just, you're not creating any change in your life. But also too much is what? Overwhelming, distracting, and it shuts you out. I want you to switch your thinking from anxiety because Far too often we do assume that all anxieties are bad. They are negative. And therefore, it, it kind of makes us feel restricted, limited, bound by them. Usually this is because the majority of the anxieties that you have felt with in the past have been unhealthy ones, like conflict, conflict and drama. But think about... Think about if you're going to run a race or you've played ever sports and you've gotten those good positive nerves. I still feel those sometimes before I record podcast episodes or get go live or um, 
you know, have host a guest on my podcast. Like those nerves are, are good things. It means you're doing something different. You're challenging yourself. Hell, I still feel nerves sometimes going to the gym for a leg workout, but it's a good nerve. It's something different that you, you're not sure what you're capable of. You not sure what the outcome is, but life needs to be about creating those moments. Anxiety, it gives you and builds momentum. It helps you accelerate towards your goals. It shows you what you're capable of, which can be more than what you think. Before I go into the comfort zones and growth, I mean, the reason I want to explain this breakdown of anxiety is because often you're in one extreme or the other, and you need to maybe become neutral about anxiety before you get to the optimal stage. You don't want to jump from being in complete overwhelming anxiety to optimal. It's it's a hard adjustment. You need to almost slow down completely before you add a lot more into it. So how do you do that? <laughs> you work out. I also can recommend you meditate and journal, but most of my clients and audience are not a fan of that. And if you're into meditation and journaling, Oh my God, that's amazing. Keep doing that. Um, But I'm going to explain the best coping mechanism that I have done for myself as I have been an anxiety-filled human for as long as I can remember. I've had anxiety over exams in, in high school, extreme panic attacks. So I've been dealing with and trying to manage my anxiety for years now. Um, I even was on medication for a short period of time, but honestly, I, it comes down to one thing, (laughs) working out and exercising. Do I feel selfish sometimes by taking time to go work out when I could have been with my children? Of course. Or do I miss sleep sometimes because I get up early just to get a workout in? Of course. But for me, it's not about what I lose in weight loss or lose my time away from my kids. I can't focus on all those negatives. I work out for the positives. I work out because if I can get a workout in, I am mentally more, have way more energy in way less more, less anxiety. I feel mentally better to be there for my clients, to be there for my children, to show up in my relationship to tackle housework and children and dogs and laundry and life. Working out for me is my coping mechanism because eating, I've tried that too, but it doesn't make you feel better. It does not make you feel mentally better. Overeating, junk, donuts, they're so good, I know, but you don't feel good afterwards digestion wise there's no like there's no way to keep up with life and and make progress and enjoy the whole damn thing unless you're taking care of yourself and it does and a big piece of that is your exercise 
because what happens when you're working out, even like there's so much difference in every workout that you do. Some workouts, you're going to want to go do them. You're going to be feel awesome and you're going to go in there and feel really great the whole time too. And even better when you leave. But then there's also workouts that you don't want to do at all and that you're procrastinating and you're putting off, but you show up for yourself anyway. Sometimes they still feel shitty and you just go through the motions and you leave and you know what? I don't feel really much better, but I still showed up and I did it. I taught myself that habit and I stuck with it and I still made it a little bit easier now for tomorrow to maybe that workout feel a bit better. Other times you don't feel like it and you go in there and it is the best damn workout you've had in a long time and you feel a thousand times percent better. Well, then that good energy, good thoughts, good feelings spreads out to what you go do for the next couple hours afterwards. You then are a bit more likely to choose a healthy meal. And that leads to you just feeling better because you didn't eat sugar. And then you feel good enough to take your kids out for a walk. Don't underestimate a small workout. One workout isn't going to give you your huge big goals or six pack abs possibly. No, nor is one healthy meal, but it's not about the end goal at all. Anxiety gets worse when we always are focused on the end goal, the steps next week, the meal we're going to make at supper seven weeks from now. Like what about the first step? What about focusing on that? Because that's what's going to get you out of your comfort zone, not keep you stuck trying to focus on your, you know, goals down the road. You have no idea what's going to happen after your first step. You might have to pivot. You might have to take that step again. You might have to go up a harder step. So many things that you have no idea what are going to happen to you are You can't predict it. You can't focus on it. You can't waste your time trying to to decide or trying to see what the outcomes are going to be. Just take the first step. Try something new, right? Try a new workout class or hire a new coach or a new workout or just Try something new and experiment, like figure out what works and what doesn't. Don't be scared to to make mistakes because if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. You're not taking enough steps outside your comfort zone. You got to figure out what doesn't work for you just as much as you're going to figure out what does. Like add intentional anxiety that is healthy for you by starting a program trying a new food, push yourself to do a new workout. The difference between anxiety that's optimal and anxiety that decreases your performance is that anxiety can be intentionally invited rather than unintentionally interrupting your life. You don't want to end up just creating drama Instead, create a direction for yourself. The second definition of your comfort zone is 
using a set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance. We can't grow as a human being followed, like following a path that's already lit. That's the same thing over and over and over and over again. We think that if we're able to do the same level of performance every day, then it's going to create reliability, stability, security. And this might be true, but what happens is then you never actually get to experience how your level of performance can increase either. Like your joy can increase, your learning can't increase, your experience, your skill. Like after you graduate from school, a lot of people are just like, okay, I'm done learning. I'm happy where I am. But this sets you back in life because as we grow, we, we need to learn. We need to develop new things. Or like I said, you're going to seek out that other bad anxieties and focus and worry about other people's lives instead of your own. Have you ever considered like how many new changes have you had in your life? Are you taking leaps to grow? Or are you feeling like your life is on repeat? I don't, I am, I'm not, not super, super clear with this example, but I do want to share it with you. Before Buddha became Buddha, his father tried to keep him inside his kingdom. He was trapped in his comfort zone. He couldn't experience anything uncomfortable in his life. He, his father didn't want him to experience pains in life because he was scared of how it would affect his son. But his son escaped and he ran away to experience life. He saw people that were unwell. He, he noticed that people got sick. He met elderly people and saw even somebody die. He never realized that people died because he was so overprotected and kept so distant from old age, disease, death, that he grew up believing that they didn't exist. His father thought that they would strengthen him. They would protect him. But instead, this made him more fragile. It's a paradox because if you think you protect somebody from pain, you're going to help them become stronger. But it, it actually makes you more fragile because when pain arrives later in life, inevitably, you're not going to be equipped to deal with it. I'm going to use my own personal example now. I, we do like so many times in our lives, we, as parents, especially, um, I've only noticed now as a parent myself, we sometimes overprotect. We, um, we don't want our children to experience pain and it doesn't help us. It doesn't. We all have to go through hard times and it's so much better to explain and understand that you're going to learn more about yourself when you take the road that is less traveled. Like just because you don't want to feel pain, you does avoiding it 
isn't making you stronger. Working out makes you stronger because every time you work out, you are doing something that is hard. You're doing something that, you know, you have to push yourself to do. And that allows you to to then do that with other pieces of your life too. You have to see, you have to experience things that you may never have if you just stayed with what's comfortable. If we overbear, we like coddle ourselves, it's going to create weakness, not strength. If a storm comes or a big obstacle or a really hard thing, you need to have a strong foundation to hold your own, to find a way to get through and stay strong. Everything is like a muscle. You got to work on it. You got to train it. You got to build on it. You got to push its limits. You have to see things and do things that are hard, that are different, that you've never done before. You've never seen before because that's where growth happens. That's where you learn and that's where progress is made. Are you setting yourself up to be fragile by overprotecting yourself over certain types of pain, staying limited to what you've always done? staying within your comfort zone. Don't restrict your growth and limit your own potential. Don't be scared to try things and fail. If you've, you know, maybe you've tried hard, maybe you've done hard things before and you're every time you feel like it's a failure, it doesn't work out. You're not going to always know if it's going to work. You're not always going to know if you're going to make it, you're going to succeed. But it's just as hard or harder to stay stuck where you are right now than it is to put the hard work in to finally reach your goals. It should never be about, it should never keep getting harder or worse. Like that's a big red flag, but most often the things that are hard to start are going to pay off long-term and are going to feel better afterwards. But the things that are easy to do, easy to start, are going to make the other pieces harder to do and harder to finish. So the third definition is of comfort zone is when you're usually avoiding risk. We just find out so much about ourselves when we take risks. We discover what makes us tick and we begin to see the part of our lives deep inside, our true self, that that really holds the power that we're not even aware of. When you can connect with your true self, that's when you're going to open the doors to change, to growth, to progress, to understanding what cannot be found inside your comfort zone. The unknown is a magical place where like your dreams are going to come true, where life really truly happens for you. But your comfort zone, it's a predictable place. Your dreams are going to fade. Life's going to stall and you're going to feel stuck. 
you can choose to stay within your comfort zone and keep hoping and wishing and dreaming of a better life. Or you can take a step into the unknown, create your own version of how you want your life to look and work towards creating it. Once you move away from what you already know, your mind has the chance to look at the possibilities waiting for it. This, this may mean discomfort, leaving a job or relationships, starting new workouts or healthy eating plans. But out of that discomfort, you're going to grow so much confidence, so much strength, momentum, progress that will add up. It just starts with the first step. It starts with you not giving up on yourself, pushing yourself one step at a time. Leave your comfort zone, but begin making progress, moving towards that direction that you so want and strive for. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to take a hundred steps. You don't have to get anxious at all. Just take the first step. Even if it's the wrong one, you'll learn for the next time you take it what not to do. There's always a benefit or some sort of lesson in everything. And if you need help, seek it. I will be opening the Beyond the Scale Academy very, very soon. Please, if you want any more information about this academy, what it entails, send me a message or click the link in the show notes to find out more about how you can get access to this academy where you have all the tools, everything that you need to not just lose the weight, but mentally put yourself in a healthier place and enjoy the process and of course, maintain it too. There'll be information within the show notes, but if you have questions, you can always send me a message as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with me. Take a screenshot, tag me in your Instagram stories or send me a note there. Send me an email. All of that information will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Look forward to hearing with you, chatting with you guys on the next episode.